welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand, or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward, practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares, and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, colour-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's episode. My name is Melissa Robbins. I am a product-based business coach, consultant strategist, helping product-based businesses get more sales, make more money, have more income, and ideally more profit left over at the end of the day. That is my jam. That is what I'm all about. And today I'm going to talk to you about how you can do that with one of your sales channels. Last week, if you missed the episode, I talked all about what are the different sales channels you can use in your product business to help you sell more of your product. Today, I'm going to dive into one of those, which is your website and how you can convert more of your visitors to your website with these 10 things that you ideally would have to able to be able to get that high converting website. Now, this is not an extensive list. This is just the 10 top, the ones that I think are an essential that you can easily change and edit on your own website. So let's take it away today. Before I get going on that though, just a little note to have a high converting website. What that means is different for every industry and different for every type of product that is out there and type of um, you know e-commerce versus a service-based business. But most e-commerce websites are converting between one to three percent. The higher that is, the better. Obviously, it can be higher than that. It can be five. It can be ten. It can be fifteen. That is quite rare. However, that would be the the higher that is, the better that is because that means that more the visitors who are coming to your website more of them are actually purchasing. Now, there's two numbers we're going to be looking at today. We're looking at your add to cart rate and your conversion rate. Now, we want to look at these because what we're trying to do is I'm going to talk to you about 10 things that you can do to boost your conversion rate, which means the visitors who are coming to your site, more of them are actually buying. So we're not talking today about how to get more traffic to your website um, and other aspects of your website. We are just purely looking at your conversion rate. Analytic connected to that is your add to cart rate. Now, the higher your add to cart rate, most of the time, the higher your conversion rate. So we're looking at those two numbers. Your add to cart rate ideally would be between 8 and 11% because that means that people are actually you know, adding to cart, but they're maybe not checking out. But if your add to cart rate is low, then there's some things we've got to work on to actually get people to buy, to add in the first place. Now, depending on how different those numbers are, depends on what sort of things you need to focus on. But your and your conversion rate ideally would be for an e-commerce store, very average is between one and three percent. Obviously, the higher that is, the better as well, but it's very normal to be between that range. But even if we can change and tweak that add to cart and conversion rates slightly a little bit, it's going to contribute to more sales for your website. So let's go into what the 10 things are that I believe are essential to have a high converting website. Now, there's more, but this is the list that we are just starting with today to get us going. Number one is a really amazing navigation. So your menu needs to be clear. It needs to be 
like visual merchandising, if you had a physical store, you need to categorize your, your products into easy to consume and find information. What are the ways that people normally shop? Do they, you know, they don't normally just shop for clothing in general. They break it down. They might be looking for dresses or a maxi dress or long sleeve dress, or they may be looking for um, tops or they may be looking for knits. Like how do people actually shop and what are the different categories in your store? You need to have those be the navigation be really clear and easy to find the different types of products and don't just have the generic shop on your website as the only sort of top um the top menu navigation that is okay on a mobile but generally because it's going to add a drop down anyway but on your home navigation for a desktop you would have the categories broken down across the top the different menu across the top of your website is for selling, not for telling. If the menu navigation up there isn't for selling, then maybe it needs to be in your footer, not in your head menu. For example, you can have things like your journal, or your blog down in your footer. You don't necessarily need that in your top menu. Now, again, it depends on how many different products you sell, because if you've got room in there, you can have those things. But if you're short on space because you've got homewares, gifting, fashion, you've got lifestyle, you've got shoes, you've got sale, you've got other things across your top menu, then you you would use most of those for selling and not telling because that's prime real estate to sell your product. And it tells people as soon as they land on your website also what you actually have available. So it's clear and easy for me to see without having to click that you have got these categories in your store. All right, so that's number one. Number two is call to action. You should have many call to actions. You should definitely have more than one. However, I should be able to see at least one call to action that is high contrast, high visibility and stands out above the fold. So that means above where I have to scroll. If I have to scroll to find a call to action, then it's too low. Now, a call to action button is something like shop now, buy here, view products. Those strong sort of directional um, instructions on one of your little buttons. And again, have it be up higher above the fold so I can see it, it's clear and easy. And these are the sort of things that you should be changing like you would do for a physical retail store. You're going to change your window every one to three weeks. You should be doing this on your website as well. Now, you don't have to change your image every time and you don't have to change the color of the button. But if you are changing the image and the button doesn't stand out as much as what it did before, maybe change the color of the button as well if it works within your theme or if it works within your design of your website. All right, number three is you should have a search bar that's easy to see on the top above the fold again. So near your navigation somewhere, you should definitely have an option to search. Many other e-com websites that are the the best-selling websites in the world have a really clear and easy search bar. So make sure you have a search bar that's um, easy to find. It's not just a little magnifying glass to sort of, you know, showcase, but even if it says search as well, that would be great. Number four is reviews, social proof and trust. They all give the consumer, if they're coming to you for the first time or if they, you know, they're not quite sure if they should purchase or not, having those reviews gives that trust factor. It gives social proof. It gives me validity for buying. And I'm like, okay, these people, um, you know, other people love this product. Other people have reviewed it. They've taken the time to review it. I am more likely to buy when there is a review or there is social proof about, you know, what the product's like or what the, um, how your customer service is, anything like that. So having reviews on your home page. 
Number five is you should have a somewhere, like whether it's um, above the fold, it doesn't necessarily have to be above the fold, this one, but you should need to have some sort of store benefits. So um, do you have free shipping? Do you have, are you, um, you know, sustainable? Are you Australian made? What are some key points about your your product, your store, that are unique selling points or slightly different to other people? Do you have, you know, um, 24-hour shipping? Like what is it, or 24-hour turnaround, I should say. What are the things about you that are different? Put them across the middle of your homepage with icons that actually show me, without me having to read too much detail, some features about your store and that are unique selling points to you. That may also be on the footer too with a bit more information. So you might repeat it um, further down the page as well. Number six is I want to know what my shipping is without having to go and search for it. So it should be on your homepage, ideally on your announcement bar or somewhere else on your homepage as well, whether it's, you know, free shipping over $100 or it's $10 flat rate or whatever it might be. Tell me what my shipping is without me having to search for it and without me having to wait till I get to the cart to figure it out. If yours is calculated at checkout, then have somewhere that, you know, something about your shipping so that people can easily find it. So it's something telling me that this is how I find the shipping information. Number seven is to have a side cart or an obvious cart on your top menu so I know if I've added to cart that it pops in and I can easily then check out if I choose to. Sometimes I've gone onto websites and the cart is so hidden, I don't actually know if it's worked, if it's added to cart, and if I, when I'm ready to go to check out, I can't even find it. So again, this is one of the benefits of why I love Shopify. And if you've listened to my podcast, uh, I can't remember now which episode it is, it's just 10 reasons to use Shopify. That is one of the reasons I love about Shopify. It is such a quick and easy way to check out and it it speeds up the checkout process dramatically. So on that, um, eight, number eight is that quick checkout. Do you offer shop pay? Do you offer, um, you know, PayPal? Do you offer like previous shipping, um, recognizing what I've used before? Why Shopify is one of the most popular e-commerce websites in the world is because it has all these features and allows people to check out really quickly. It's recognizable for people who buy online. It's um, streamlined. It's simple. So make that checkout process as quick as possible. Often your address will stay in there. Often your payment um, method will stay in there as well. So all of those things make it really um, smooth and removes the barriers for buying. And it means I can check out fast, quick, and half the time I've checked out before I even realized that I've finished. So that is number eight. Number nine is to have multiple payment methods. So what are the different ways that I can pay? Have more than one. Don't limit yourself to just PayPal or just um, just credit card. Definitely having multiple payment options is going to mean people can get to choose the one that suits them. As I said before, if you've got shop pay, PayPal, Afterpay, credit card, and you you want to have at least four, I'd say. Those are the ones you'd have at least four. Um, there's other ones like PolyPay and um, ZipPay. There's all different versions. You don't have to have every single one, but definitely having more than one and having a few choices for me as a consumer that I can check out using the one that I use the most and that is most familiar to me. Number 10 is to have 
your information, as I said in that first one, number one, your information in your menu should be for selling, not telling. Well, the reverse of that is for your footer. So your footer should have lots of information in there or everything I need to find. If I'm searching for information, it should be neatly and categorized into your footer into like two to three columns. So one column might be about information. One column might be about your collections again. One column might be about your shipping or details or where to find you or other information that I want to know. That should be in your footer and it should be categorized and um, listed into columns to make it clear and easy for me to find anything that I possibly need without having to search for it too hard. All right, so that is just some of the 10 things that you need on your website. There's many more that I could go into. And these are just the list of what you need. If you want to know how to do all these things and you want to look at examples and you want me to show you exactly what I'm talking about and you want to see how other people are doing it and how to actually change it on your Shopify store or your old website, then join my five-day booster conversion rate because that is a program that gives you everything you need to showcase um, all of these things in real practical time and makes it easy. Like you do not need a web developer to get these things done. Shopify makes it simple and easy to to understand and to um, edit yourself. You do not need to spend thousands of dollars and you shouldn't be spending thousands of dollars on Facebook ads until your website is converting higher than at least ideally 3%, but even, you know, close to that at least before you start spending money on getting more people to your website. And if you're about to run a a promo for um, Black Friday or, you know, Christmas promo or a promo for end of financial year, anything like that. If you're trying to get more people to your website, then you should be focusing on your conversion rate first before you start sending more people there. You don't want to be sending people to your website if it's not converting. So look at where the problems are. Is it your add to cart rate? Are people not adding in the first place? Then you need to focus on, you know, what your homepage looks like. If it is your, um, if your add to cart is okay, but people are dropping off, you know, where are the parts in between that things are going wrong? They're the sort of numbers you need to look at to figure out what's happening on your store in particular. So as I said, I've got a um, five-day booster conversion if you want to get into that and do that yourself. And I go through how to do all these things and give you practical examples to make it easy and simple for you to do. I'm actually running a four-day version of it. Um, I couldn't do the fifth day. So I've got a four-day version coming up live and that is coming up next week for those who are listening in when I drop this episode um, on the 15th of September. So that is a live version. You can grab that from the link in my bio on my Instagram and there'll be one in the show notes as well. And I'm going to do a live version to go through all this and show you how to do it. So there is a that's a live paid version that you can grab on the link in my bio or from the show notes as well. All right. All right. So let's just summarize that again. These are the things you need to focus on and to um, change to help you have a higher converting website. Make your navigation simple and easy and really clear about how to buy. Don't just use the shop button, have more detail. Number two is call to action. Make sure you have at least one above the fold and have many more throughout your homepage to actually tell people what to do next. Make sure it's high contrast and stands out. Number three is to have a search bar. Allow people to search for things and make sure you check what people are searching on your website because it may surprise you if you look at that as your um, reports as well. Number four is to have reviews and social proof on your website, whether that's user-generated content as well, but definitely have reviews to give you that trust factor. Number five is to have some store benefits. What are some icons that you can put on your site to showcase your point of difference quickly and easily? Number six is to make your shipping obvious. Tell me without having to search for it. 
Number seven is to make your side cart or have a side cart or an obvious cart so I can easily see when I've um, added something to cart, where I go next and what to do next. Number eight is to streamline your checkout process. Make sure that you've got the right payment methods in there. Make sure that you use something that you can have those different payment systems as well. So that's number nine as well, multiple um, payment systems or payment options, I should say. And number 10 is to use your footer for telling your information, for sharing that information. Um, and giving everything that anyone would need. It's all summarized really neatly and concisely in your footer. All right. So there's other things, as I said, like rewards and pop-ups and other little bold, you know, fonts and stuff like that that you need. I go through lots of this in my program. I'd love to dive into it more with you if you want that practical help and you want to actually know how to do this without getting, you know, paying thousands in your web developer or paying thousands for your website. So I hope that helps you figure out, you know, what are some of the tweaks and changes you need to make to your own website. Again, Shopify makes it simple and easy so you don't need, you know, high tech skills to be able to do these things. So there's some things you can do to make your website way more functional as well as keeping that aesthetic factor there as well. Sometimes when it gets designed, it is taken into the consideration that aesthetic factor, but not the functionality. So how can you combine those two? That's what this is all about as well. So making sure that you don't just have a beautiful website, but it actually is converting high as well. So then every visitor you have to to your website is maximized, that there's much higher chance of them actually adding to cart and actually going through with the checkout. I hope this has helped you and I look forward to sharing with you more in the next few episodes. Love it if you could leave a review. Love it if you could send me some feedback and share it on your stories that you're listening. Um, I love seeing, you know, what people take from each episode and how it has helped you too. So look forward to bringing you more in the weeks to come. All right, speak soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon. 